Welcome to this episode of PSMCOR, Changing Our Reality. This one we'll call Waking Up. Waking Up. In life, there are obstacles and there are challenges. They're different. Obstacles are things that are in your path. Unknowingly, obstacles, whether placed by someone or just by natural happenings, something is in your path. And it is at that point in this obstacle that your path has to take a pause until you can determine your best course of action. And the physical aspect of that action creates or turns it into a challenge because you'll first utilize your senses that you're aware of to try to overcome it and decide what you're going to do with it. And most of that will take physical ability and your limited understanding to handle that obstacle that you have now turned into a challenge. But as as it stands in its perfect place as an obstacle, by just a moment, you can either be elevated above it to pass by it. You may even be enlightened or encouraged or through your obedience, be mindful of strangers for some have entertained angels unaware grab a message or some direction from an unseemly place and find your way around it or a path that merges with yours or ultimately you can conquer it but your first step with an obstacle is to determine what it is we are not ignorant to our the devil nor his devices obstacles are all over life the way we handle them is where temptation comes into play where trials come into play where that challenge comes into play So waking up to see what's in front of you. Waking up to see based upon the totality of your experiences, your knowledge, your wisdom, and your understanding all needs to come into play at this point. Because not only is it something that resists or that's in front of you, or that has somehow slowed your journey, but there are others that will follow. And what kind of path will you lay? Will it be one in which those that follow will be able to traverse and follow? Or is it something that you yourself, because of pride, accepted the challenge and made a way for only yourself? Excuse me. The biggest part that anyone will have in the call to wake up is 
you'll be able to see the plight, the challenges, the struggles around you. And you will have the words because you've woken up to share with them, to turn those challenges which attack their pride, their self-worth and their image and their carnal nature back into an obstacle where they can apply the word and the sword of the spirit and recognize that no God, that our God does not tempt us with evil. Neither can he be tempted with evil, meaning that that obstacle is not meant for your demise or your defeat, but that obstacle is meant for you to apply and empower the strength that is inside you, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's not just a physical attribute where your muscles or your mental attribute where your intentions, but it's where your body, soul, and spirit comes in as one and you find your way through that obstacle because others, again, will partake of that same obstacle. And it's up to you and the path you choose for those that are in your life and those that will feed off of your decisions to go through, around, over, or sit there and get frustrated. Your waking up is to recognize that God has not given you the spirit of fear because you see it as it is. It's not to expose everything else for God and his light exposes sin to the world. But you, when you wake up and the light comes into your life, you can become a reflection of it and allow others to see it as you let your light so shine before men. And they recognize because of their own whatever trivial pursuits or their own challenges or whatever that led them to this point. They can see your light because they're saying, I did everything that he or she did. I did follow that path and now I can see another way. Because the things that you've already tried in your life or on your journey or the things that you've gleaned from another's journey, people have tried them to some form or fashion. But it's up to you to allow your light to show them the rest of the way. They call it a woke generation by exposing them to a lot of information, information, exposing people to a lot of half truths, if you will, and that's a stretch because I'm just using it in modern terms, but half or things that look pretty, let me say that glistening, things that look promising, but they themselves know that they're not as promising as you get further into whatever path they've set up. So scripture gives us another Principle: If we or an angel from heaven or an angel of light preach unto you any other gospel than that which you've received or that we've preached unto you, let them be a curse. Because there are some things that project light from a distance, but as you get closer, you realize it's nothing but a reflection of something else. All this information. All these experiences that are just out there. It's like a, a pot of gumbo with everything inside of it. And it just gets mixed and mixed and mixed. And someone hopes that by adding their part to it, that somehow that mix of gumbo that 
that that pot of whatever you're making and I'm using life as an example of stew is just going to change and become delicious because you added your part. No, you added your part to the confusion. Take a step back. Pray God, give me eyes to see. And right with that, give me ears to hear. Because it's a true saying. And it was written by one of the prophets and reiterated it by our Lord and Savior, Jesus. He said, true is the saying of the prophet Elias and saying, having eyes they see not and ears they hear not. So not everyone that opens what we call the optical aspect of their body, their eyes, you don't know what they're seeing. For what comes through the eyes has to be translated through the spirit, through the heart. And the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And who can know it? Some of us know it. Some of us have tapped into by his grace into his direction and we've learned to walk by faith and not by sight the woke they walk by faith the woke they don't walk by destruction they walk by faith therefore the things which are behind they can forget them because they see before them the light of the glorious gospel the light of the kingdom they filtered everything in life through the principles and the word that God has spoken to them. And regardless of what ethnicity, language, culture, geographical location you are born or your ancestors come from or at whatever point your genealogy can point you to, it does not cap the communication of God to those in whom he chooses to communicate with. So the, the boundaries that they set, whether through language, etymology, the construction of words or pictures to express images, to convey a message, God, who is omnipotent, speaks to whoever. It's just a matter of whether or not you're listening. You don't listen to compete and create more challenges. You don't listen to compete to throw another piece of your information into the pot that hope it gets better. You allow yourself to walk in the authority that he gave you. And the authority only comes through his name. That's why they challenge his name, because they haven't found that authority. They haven't found that place where they've looked within themselves and remembered the pit in which they were dug and see what God has done and see the grace and the mercy that has sustained them through their life and see that their steps have not only been ordered, but they've been ordered of the Lord. Because this is where they led for godly sorrow leadeth you to repentance at that turning point. A woke person will have seen themselves as a prodigal for the prodigal son is where the prodigal, the person that recognizes their contribution to their plight. Or as we saw in scripture, who did sin that this man is blind? Did his mother or father or did he sin? No one. Maybe it's just to the glory of God. That's why you walk by faith. And when you find yourself at that place, maybe God through his omniscient mind and caring to get or utilize you as a vessel 
have brought you to this place to come to yourself. Stop debating. Contend with your adversary. For he is the one that goes about as a roaring lion. He's the one that goes to and, to and fro in the earth seeking whom he may confuse, deceive, devour, steal from, kill, whatever it may be. It is him. So you're debating that goes on with all these miniature imps and principalities and powers that disturb confusion, such as the demons that were cowardly hiding inside of a man. And we call him the demonic of Gadara. And as soon as the presence of the Lord stepped to the scene, they cry out because they recognize. Stop fighting with those. And allow the authority that is represented. It's not a figment of your imagination. It's a development. It's a part of the molding you said you were upon the potter's will. So as you're upon that potter's will, the potter begins to mold and shape you and clear your vision and your your heart's vision and your projection and your purpose in life as he mold and make you through whatever challenges that you've obtained and what this world has brought and whatever path he has set for you. And as he mold you and make you, you begin to see things better and clearer. And as your eyes are open, you begin to first see the one that is molding you. And he is molding you after his likeness. So as we go back to Genesis and we see where man was creating the image of God, the image was being manufactured on that potter's will, if you will. And, 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 and spiritually speaking, as God began to form you, because as God began to shape you, it was in his image what he saw. And anything that took place on the outside protected what was on the inside, whether it was color.